0: You're highly welcome to the Precious People's Assembly for All Nations Podcast, a place where we we'll share God's Word and empower you for your assignment in the marketplace, guided by our Senior Pastor Sam Otenike. Now, why don't you sit tight for today's sermon as we dig deep into the word and discover how to be God's representatives wherever we go?
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah there's no more crying and no more complaining we lift up our hands in surrender to his will we just want nothing but his will either for us as families that was a prayer that was prayed of our country we want nothing but the will of God they have come here to affirm the same message to us no more crying, no more complaining let's believe his word hallelujah and let's trust him we will not trust in our own riches we will not trust in our wisdom we will not trust in our wealth but we will trust in the name of the lord can i have an amen please wave those hands to the lord and appreciate him this morning god bless your precious voices hallelujah 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 wave it to the lord and just thank him Weaving it in surrender to Him and say, "Lord, it's only Your will that I want." Thank You, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Please let's give it up to the precious voices. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank You for the fresh unction and grace that's been flowing. you continue in that grace in the name of Jesus hallelujah let me look at your neighbor and say neighbor please stop complaining quit complaining begin to trust God from this moment the Jehovah Jireh is able to provide is able to meet you at the point of your need in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Please, you may be seated this morning. You are welcome to church once again. We are grateful to God for the privilege of his life which we will never ever take for granted. Hallelujah. Uh, so this morning we want to thank you and thank God for your lives and um, for our country Nigeria. Please, let's keep lifting up the banner Let's keep lifting up our voices in prayer. Our voice is what makes God. It's a delight to him. But the cry of the wicked, he it says, is an abomination. He wants to hear you. He wants to, he wants to hear you as you identify with our nation. And collectively, as we come before him daily, lifting up holy hands, we trust that restoration and healing will be our portion as a nation in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. This morning is so instructive that um, the precious voices in the spirit are joining us to ensure that we trust in the Lord. You will recall that last Sunday, we began to look at the subject, boasting in the Lord. Boasting in the Lord. In continuation of the examination of our watchword, turn around from Psalm 30 verses 1 to 12. Please go with me to Psalm 30 for our Bible reading. We read the first seven verses. I will extol you, O Lord, for you lifted me up out of the depths. And did not allow my enemies to gloat over me. Can I have an amen? Your enemies will not rejoice over you this year. Please let these words be written on the tables of your hearts. These are God's promises to us in 2023. We keep reading so that it can become written boldly on the tables of our hearts. Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. Your voice will not be strange in the courts of heaven. Amen. I say your voice will not be strange in the courts of heaven. Amen. According to prophet Isaiah 65:24. 24, one, before you start speaking, we hear you. Amen. And while you are yet making your request, answers will come Amen. in the name of Jesus. You, bro- you, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pits. Sing praises to the Lord. O oh you his saints. And give thanks to his holy name. For his anger is but for the moment. But his favor lasts a lifetime. Amen. Weeping may endure, may stay for the night. But rejoicing comes in the morning. I said the morning will break forth unto your darkness. In the name of Jesus. You will not die in your midnight hour but you will endure till your morning breaks forth in the name of Jesus. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you favored me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. May the Lord never hide his face from you. In the name of Jesus. Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 23 to 24. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast in their wisdom. Or the strong boast of their strength. Or the rich boast of their riches. But let the one who boasts boast about this. That they have the understanding to know me. That I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For in these I delight, declares the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, as we continue this morning, you will recall that we began by looking at some reasons why men boast. And we're looking at the example of the Ammonites in Jeremiah chapter 49. Jeremiah 49, verses 1 to 6. Against the Ammonites, thus says the Lord, as Israel no sons, as he no heir, why then has Malcolm dispossessed God? Why? Why? And his people settled in his cities. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will cause the battle cry to be heard against Rabbah of the Ammonites. Rabbah was the capital city of the Ammonites. Today is the Amman, which is the capital city of the country called Jordan. Can I have an amen? Rabbah is today's Amman which is the capital city of Jordan. Glory to God. It shall become a desolate mound, and its villages shall be burned with fire. Then Israel shall dispossess those who dispossessed him, says the Lord. Hallelujah. May you dispossess those who have dispossessed you. In the name of Jesus. Anyone that has wrongfully taken away from you, may you collect your possessions back. In the name of Jesus. Those who have dispossessed our country of our inheritance, the Lord will enable us to dispossess them. In the name of Jesus. Can I have a big amen? It is oftentimes been said, we've had some Western individuals say to us, to our face, that they can count four, five, six Nigerians that can repay your debts. How many of you have had such news before? Oh yes, it's been said in the news. People have said it. That oh, we know a few people, individuals. That if what they have stashed away could be collected, it can settle your debts. But hear ye by the word of the Lord. Those who have dispossessed our nation, they will vomit it. I said they will vomit them. In the name of Jesus. But the word of the Lord says, Then shall Israel dispossess those who have dispossessed her. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we start in verse number two as we're examining this subject. Because God said it will cause an alarm of war to be heard. And we dived deeply into that. Let's continue with verse number three. Wail, O Heshbon. For Ai is laid waste. Cry out, O daughters of Raba. Put on sackcloth and lament. And run to and fro among the hedges. Because there will be confusion in the camp of the enemy. Can I have an amen? There will be lamentations. There will be confusion. They will put on sackcloth. They will mourn in the house of those who are threatening the existence of Nigeria. In the name of Jesus. It says, lament run to and fro among the hedges. For Milcom shall go into exile with his priests and his officials. Can I have an amen? All the voodoo priests will go into exile. They and their gods will go into exile. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 4. Why do you boast? Behold, I bring terror upon you. Why do you boast of your valleys, O faithless daughter who trusted in a treasure, saying, Who will come against me? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen, friends. When people begin to boast about their goods and their trust in their treasures and possessions, I want you to know that it's a manifestation of two or three things. Number one, it's a manifestation of their unfaithfulness. When you see people begin to boast in their goods and their riches, it's a manifestation of their unfaithfulness. It says, oh, faithless daughter. And that unfaithfulness, will graduate to faithlessness. You see, people who begin to boast in their riches, begin to boast in their wealth, begin to boast in their position, is a manifestation of their unfaithfulness. And this unfaithfulness will graduate to faithlessness. They will no longer be able to trust in God. It will start with unfaithfulness. They begin to become unfaithful to God, their maker. And then it will graduate gradually to faithlessness. It says, Why do you boast of your valleys, O faithless daughter? Glory to God. And before you know it, if they are believers, they will start backsliding. It leads to a backsliding nature. And it's a matter of time, you know what? They will start consulting other gods. It's just a matter of time. Yet, God hates mixture. God hates mixture. He hates it. If God is God, let us serve him. And if Baal is God, then serve Baal. But don't serve God and serve Baal. God hates me still. Hallelujah. Give me Zephaniah chapter 1. Let's go to Zephaniah verses 4 to 6. Zephaniah chapter 1 verses 4 to 6. I will stretch out my hand against Judah. Judah is the people of the Lord. You'll find out why in a minute. And against all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the city of the Lord. So why is God saying he will stretch out his hand against them? I will cut off every trace of Baal from this place. Hallelujah. God hates mixtures; He can't stand it. Apostle John prophesied it in Revelation chapter 3. It says because you are neither hot nor cold, I will spill you out of my mind. Out of my mouth. God wants you to either be cold. If you want to be cold, be cold and very cold. And if you want to be hot, be hot and be very hot. No sitting on the fence. It doesn't like mischief. says I will stretch out my hand against Judah and against all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. I will cut off every trace of Baal from this place. The names of the idolatrous priests and the pagan priests. Hallelujah. You see that there is a dash in there and it's to tell you who are those idolatrous priests and pagan priests that God wants to cut off. Those who worship the host of heaven on the housetops. And then to further explain who they are, says those who worship and swear oaths by the L-O-R-D. Isn't it? That is the true God. But they also swear by They worship God, priest. Hallelujah. They worship and swear oaths by the name of the true God. And yet, Nicodemusly they are also swearing by Milcom. God says, I will cut them off from my people, Judah. Hallelujah. He says, I will stretch out my hand against them. Because God hates mixture. He wants sinners to repent. So it's always long suffering with sinners, giving them opportunity, not allowing them to, you know, to just expire. He will will do all to save them from among themselves. He will continue because he loves them. That's why he sent his only son to die for them. But the moment you are in Christ, you're on a different level. Never you compare yourself with an unbeliever. They have to run on believers. They go to uh, uh, prayer houses. They go to see false prophets. They see this. They see that. Nothing happens to them. They are making progress. They are advancing. But here we are, I'm a believer, and nothing seems to be happening. Stop complaining. They prophesied it to us this morning. Stop complaining. Instead, get hot and get hotter for the Lord. Can I have an amen? Amen. God hates mischief, He doesn't like mischief. Glory to God. Those who have turned back from following the Lord and have not sought the Lord knowing inquired of him. It's a process. When you see people who are boasting in their riches, who are boasting in their positions of authority, this is a manifestation of their unfaithfulness. Before you know it, it will graduate to faithlessness. And before you know it, it will lead to a backsliding state. Before you know it, they will begin to consult Milcom and Ashtoreth, and all the other unknown gods. Child, hallelujah. Can I have an amen? If you are here and you are part of this mystery generation, please stop it today. Stop incurring the wrath of God against you and generations coming after you. Since I will stretch out my hand against Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and will cut them off from this place. Glory to God. Verse 5. Let's go back to Jeremiah 49. Jeremiah 49. Why do you boast in this place? The Ammonites talking about them. Oh, backsliding daughter. It says, behold. Look at the consequences of boasting. It says, behold, I will bring fear upon you, says the Lord God of hosts. From all those who are around you, you shall be driven out everyone headlong and no one will gather those who wander off. It's a consequence of boasting. Give me verse 4 and 5 together. Says, Why are you boasting? Why are you boasting in your valleys? Your flowing valleys. Why do you boast in the valleys? Your flowing valleys. Oh, backsliding daughter, you who trusted in our treasure saying, who will come against me? And because you are boasting in your treasures, you are boasting in your wealth, in your positions of authority, he says, Behold, I will bring fear upon you, says the Lord God of hosts. From all those who are around you, and they will drive you out, everyone headlong, and no one will gather those who wander off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But thank God for verse 6, because there is redemption for them. But afterward, say afterward, I will bring back the captives of the people of Ammon, says the Lord. And that's why never write anybody off. Isn't God a large-hearted God with, 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 with a faithful heart? When we misbehave, he knows how to punish us, but he won't cast us off forever. Hallelujah. Can I have an amen? But afterward, I will bring back the captives, of the people of Ammon, says the Lord. Shout hallelujah. There is hope for those who have gone far, who have gone straight away. But I counsel you, please be strong in the Lord, in the name of Jesus. So why do men boast? We've said it, when they begin to prosper, they feel secure, they boast of their prosperity. Psalm 73. Psalm 73, verses 1 to 3. Truly, God is good to Israel, to such as appear in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the boastful when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. The boastful, they boast because of their prosperity. They boast because of their prosperity. Psalm 49. Psalm 49 from verses 1 to 12. Read quickly from the New Living Translation. Listen to these, you people. Pay attention. Everyone in the world, high and low, rich and poor, listen. For my words are wise and my thoughts are filled with what? Insight. I listen carefully To many proverbs and solve riddles with inspiration from a harp. Why should I fear when trouble comes? When enemies surround me? Now who are those enemies? What do they do? They trust in their wealth and boast of their what? Great riches. Yet they cannot redeem themselves from death. By paying a ransom to God. When God catches a man, how much ransom does he want to pay? Hello? He's talking about the wicked that boast in their great wealth. That wealth cannot redeem their life. That's why he says rich, poor, the high and the low. Listen and listen attentively. Redemption does not come so easily for no one can ever pay enough to live forever and never see the grave. Have you seen anybody? If it could be paid for, I'm sure there will be many people that will be living forever. But no one. Those who are wise, they must what? Finally die. Just like the foolish and the senseless. Living all Their wealth behind. The grave is their eternal home where they will stay forever. They may name their estates after themselves but their fame will not last. They will die just like what? This is the fate of fools. Though they are remembered as being wise. Can I have an amen? Friends, God is calling us and saying we should stop trusting and boasting of our great riches. It is not worth it. Boasting is an expression of pride in oneself or our accomplishments. It's an expression of pride in oneself or one's accomplishments. Let us avoid the sins of the heart and the mouth, so that we will not short-circuit the power of God over our lives. Again, we are talking about what boasting is. False boasting is also a manifestation of unreliability. When you see people who boast falsely, who declare, I will do this, I will do that, and yet they have no capacity to do it's a manifestation of their unreliability. Proverbs 25, verses 13 to 14. Proverbs 25, 13 to 14. Like the cold of snow in time of harvest, is a faithful messenger to those who send him. For he refreshes the soul of his masters. Hallelujah. That's talking of a refreshing the joy that comes from reliable and reliable friends, employees, and relations and friends. But look at verse 14. Whoever falsely boasts of giving, meanwhile, it's just a false boast. They don't have it. It's like clouds and rains and winds without rain. What a disappointment. The weather has been intensely hot over the last few weeks. And then suddenly the cloud gathers and the wind begins to blow. I say, oh, praise God. At least uh, this one tonight will be a good sleep. And then suddenly the rain does not come. How will you feel? Disappointed. So these two verses is speaking of the joy or the bitter disappointment that comes from reliable or unreliable friends, families, or employees. Whenever, whenever people boast falsely, is a manifestation of their unreliability. Can I have an amen? amen. Now, we are going to go to 1 Kings chapter 20 and look at the consequences of boasting in the flesh. We saw what happened to the Ammonites in Jeremiah 49. But I want us to look at this classical example, 1 Kings chapter 20 of a king known as Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria. And let us see what happens when people engage in boastings in the flesh instead of in the Lord. Now Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, he gathered all his forces together. Thirty-two kings were with him. How many? Hmm. This guy must be a powerful king to rally around 32 kings. Maybe it's the state council of chiefs, chairman. Hello? Some states have permanent chairman. And then some states have rotational ones. Your state, do you have a permanent council chairman or rotational one? Some states have many first class chiefs or emirs or obas and they rotate it among themselves. Whereas some have paramount rulers. Hallelujah. So look at Ben-Hadad. 32 kings lined up with him. With horses and chariots. And he went up and besieged Samaria. And made war against it. The northern kingdom is called Samaria. The the kingdom of Judah. The kingdom of Israel. His headquarters was in Samaria. So he waged war against it. Then he sent messengers into the city to Ahab, king of Israel, and said to him, Thus says Ben-Hadad. Verse 3. Your silver and your gold are mine. Your loveliest wives and children are mine. Hello? Did you hear him? A king when he has 32 other kings with their chariots and their horses and their army behind him, came to harass Ahab, the king of Israel. He says, your silver, your gold, they are all mine. Your loveliest wives, I don't want the ones with tribal mark. Your loveliest wives and children, they are mine. What a boast. Verse 4. Let's hear the response of the king of Israel. And the king of Israel answered and said, My Lord, O king, just as you say, I and all that I have are... May you not be a weakling. May God empower you and give you what it takes to be a successful husband. May God empower you and give you what it takes to be a successful husband. To be a successful wife. To be a successful father. In the name of Jesus. Listen, friends. This is the king of Israel. God's people. And an heathen king, ben lined up 32 kings and came to confront him. Says, your loveliest wives, they are mine. All your silver, your gold are mine. May the Lord give you capacity. I said, may the Lord endow you with capacity. May he enlarge your course spiritually in the name of Jesus how can the devil make a boast like this and the king will submit I and everything that you have they are yours weak king no spiritual capacity no military capacity he had nothing how dare can I have an amen I wish he knew his God let's read on verse 5 then the messengers came back and said, Thus speaks ben saying, Indeed, I have sent to you, saying, You shall deliver to me your silver and your gold, and your wives and your children. Verse 6. But I will send my servants to you tomorrow about this time. And they shall search your house and the houses of your servants And it shall be that whatever is pleasant in your eyes, they will put it in their hands and take it. Maybe this is the following day or the day after. Hello? He has now extended his desire that you, king, you will follow my people. You will lead us to the house of your servants, right? And whatever you like, you will point to it and we will take it. He so whatever is pleasant in your eyes, they will put it in their hands and take it. Can I have an amen? Let's read on, verse 7. So the king of Israel called all the elders of the land and said, Notice please, see how this man seeks trouble. For he sent to me for my wives, my children, my silver, and my gold, and I did not deny him. And all the elders and all the people said to him, do not listen or consent. May the Lord surround you with elders that have capacity. May the Lord surround you with men and women with capacity in the name of Jesus. They emboldened him. He says, said, don't listen to him. He has not even told them that the party is coming to their houses. And all the elders and all the people said to him, don't listen or consent. Verse 9. Therefore he said to the messengers of Ben-Hadad, tell my lord the king all that you sent for to your servant the first time I will do. But this thing I cannot do. And the messengers departed and brought back word to him. So what happened? Verse 10. Then Ben-Hadad sent to him and said, "The God do so to me And more also, if enough dust is left of Samaria, for a handful for each of the people who follow me. What a boast. So the king of Israel answered and said, Tell him, I love this. Let not the one who puts on his armor boast like the one who takes it off. Hallelujah. Please give it to me in the New Living Translation. Verse 11. The king of Israel sent back this answer. A warrior putting on his sword for battle should not what? Like a warrior who has already won. Can I have an amen? You are just about to go to the battle. Don't boast as if you have won. Can you not see the folks around jumping and claiming the presidency? Hallelujah. I have a word of the Lord for them. Don't boast as if you have already won. The answer is not in your hands. The joker is not in your hands. Nigeria is a God project. Can I have an amen? Let not the warrior putting on his sword for battle boast like the one who has already won. Don't boast around as if you are in charge as if it's, look, there will be surprises. I said there will be surprises. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord pleasantly surprise you. May he pleasantly surprise your family. In the name of Jesus. Let not the one who puts on his armor boast like the one who takes it off. Warrior putting on his sword should not boast like a warrior who has already won. Hallelujah. Simply, you know what they were saying to him? Stop counting your chickens before they are hatched. Because for all you care, those eggs may disappear. They can die. And there will be no chicken. Glory to God. Is there a lesson for us there to learn? Verse number 12. And it happened when ben heard this message. As he and the kings were drinking at the command post. It's not today they have been having officer's mess. Hello. Glory to God. They were drinking at the command post, at the mess, you know. of army, Senior army officer's mess. They always have a mess. Where they mess up. That he said to his servants, get ready. And they got ready to what? Attack the city. Verse 13. Suddenly a prophet approached Ahab, the king of Israel, saying, listen to this. Thus." says the lord have you seen all this great multitude behold i will deliver it into your hand today and you shall know that i am the lord hallelujah may the lord deliver your enemies into your hand may the lord deliver your enemies into your hand may the lord deliver the enemies of nigeria into our hands may nigeria win May Nigerians win in 2023 in the name of Jesus. Because this battle is beyond us. The battle for the soul of Nigeria, there is no way Nigerians can win these principalities and powers. Except God intervenes. Hello? Except God intervenes. We have this assurance of the Lord as He's speaking to us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say, suddenly, a prophet approached Ahab, king of Israel. May you never lack prophets that will speak into your lives. May you never lack the word of the Lord. May the Lord give you hearing ears and seeing eyes. In the name of Jesus. says once the Lord has spoken and twice I have heard him. The power belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. Suddenly, a prophet approached Ahab King of Israel. Hallelujah. And that word did what? Emboldened Ahab. Verse 14. So Ahab said, By whom? <laughs> Can I have an amen? amen. Glory to God. Amen. Says, Have you seen all this great multitude? I will deliver them into your hands this day. The king said, By whom? Because he knows he has no capacity. He was a weak king. No spiritual capacity. He couldn't even ask for the effort to say, Lord, what shall we do? Because he was not in a right relationship with God. He doesn't have the military prowess to fight 32 kings plus ben himself. So it was already, he says, by whom? I love this. And he said, the prophet said, no name. Thus says the Lord, by the young leaders of the provinces, then he said, oh, we set the battle in order. And he answered, he answered, hallelujah. Do you get the mindset of this weak king? Very weak king. He said, by whom? <laughs> he says, by the young leaders in the provinces. Thank God for the many young men and women that we have. Shout hallelujah. Whoa. The glory of young men is their strength. Can I have an Amen. By the young leaders of the provinces. Then who will set the battle in order? In other words, who will lead them? And the prophet said, you. May you receive grace to take responsibility. I said, receive grace to take responsibility. Responsibility for your family. Responsibility for your state. Responsibility for your nation. Responsibility for your sphere of influence. In the name of Jesus. says, you will be the one to lead. God is looking for a man, but he's looking for you. He wants you to take responsibility for your small family. He wants you to take responsibility for your community. He wants you to take responsibility for your neighborhood. God is looking for us to take responsibility. Hallelujah. Not for somebody else. Stop pointing accusing fingers or stop thinking others. God is interested in you. Hallelujah. Glory to God he had no choice verse 15 then he mustered the young leaders of the provinces and there were 252 32 and after them he mustered all the people and all the children of Israel were well, how many 7000 glory to god 7000 men 232 leaders sub leaders And then he was there to set the battle in array. So they went out at noon. Meanwhile, at the other camp, prophetic synchronization, Ben Hadad and the 32 kings helping him were getting drunk at the command post. (laughs) Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Because, look, why will they not get drunk? Is it not Ahab? Is it not Ahab? And it's army, That's useless king. Is he not here? Look, let's take our time. If not for the intervention of the Lord, do you think they will not run him over? So meanwhile, Ben Haddad and the 32 kings helping him were getting drunk at the command post. Then the young leaders of the province went out first. And Ben Haddad sent out a patrol. That's his intelligence. Hallelujah. And they told him, say, men are coming out of Samaria. This is what you call intelligence. Yes, military intelligence. Can I have an amen? Yes. Look, there is nothing that is happening that is new under the sun. It's only like the person God does not want to catch. Can I have an amen? Yes. Even with all these your Android and cell phone now. I've said it before. A family friend were holidaying in the U.S. some years back. And they just called me that, ah, pastor, we're already in Maryland, we'll be in your house. I'm like, what? You are where? They drove all the way, eight hours from Canada, from Toronto. They didn't tell us, they wanted to surprise us. I looked at my wife, she looked at me, said, do you hear? I said, yes. And then the one said, yes. How did they, they just put my brother's name and then gave them the address. They put it on their Google map. And they were driving from one country to the other. Hallelujah. If men can do that, do you think God cannot send a parcel bomb with the GPS location? And say, yeah, go and deliver. Just like he has been sending goody goodies to you. He knows your address. He's able to send goody goody and he's able to send parcel bomb. Can I have an amen? That's the God we are serving. He sent out a patrol and they told him, Say, men are coming out of Samaria. Next verse. Interesting war. So he said, If they have come out for peace, do what? Take them alive. If they have come out for war, take them alive. Whatever it is, just take them alive. Then these young leaders of the provinces went out of the city and the army with the army which followed them. And look at this. How many were they? 232 and 7,000 men. Each one killed his man. And what happened? The Syrians fled. Let's go back to 19. I want to show you this war properly. The young leaders went out of the provinces young leaders of the provinces went out of the city with the army which followed them. Then each one killed his man. And the Syrians fled. And Israel pursued them. And Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, escaped on a horse with the cavalry. Hallelujah. Is the, is the war over? Amen? Go back to verse 20 for me. Look at the way the war was won. Each man killed his... And then what happened? The enemy... The enemy did what? The moment God locates you as his man and you do your own little part, God knows how to do the rest. Hello? The problem is we don't want to take responsibility. You want God to do everything for you. And then you walk in there majestically and begin to boast. But the moment you are able to take responsibility and do your own part, he knows how to do the rest. Each one killed his man and then the enemies fled. Because God has been waiting for you. That problem you think is a huge mountain. God is saying, son, I'm waiting for you. Daughter, I'm waiting for you. Just do your own part. You don't have to do too much. Just do your own part. Hallelujah. And may the Lord come true for you. In the name of Jesus. So, verse 21, the king of Israel went out, attacked the horses, the chariots, and killed the Syrians with a great verse 22. Listen to this. And the prophet came to the king of Israel and said to him, go! Strengthen yourself. Take note and see what you should do. For in the spring of the year, the king of Syria will come up against you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is a God of strategy and forward planning. He's a God of strategy and forward planning. May he manifest himself to you in that area of your utmost need in this hour in the name of Jesus. The prophet said to him, I said, it is not over. Just go and strengthen yourself. Take notes. Learn lessons. How you fought this war and won it. Take note and see what you should do. Prepare yourself. For in the spring of that year, the king of Syria is coming back. It's coming back. Hallelujah. Verse 23, let's quickly get there. Then the servants of the king of Syria said to him, their gods are gods of the hills. Therefore, they were stronger than we. But if we fight against them in the plain, surely we'll be stronger than they. Hallelujah. They are so full of themselves, so boastful, just like their king. Then what happened? Then, the, then so do this thing. Dismiss the kings, each from his position. They send away the all those 32 kings. They are useless. They wouldn't win for us. Dismiss them. Put captains in their places. And you shall muster an army like the army that you have lost. Horse for horse, chariot for chariot. Then we will fight against them in the plain. Surely we will be stronger than they. And he listened to their voice and did so. Hallelujah. So what happened next? So it was in the spring of the year according to the word of the Lord. Can I have an amen? Please don't despise the word of the Lord. When God is speaking to your heart and a rhema is coming your way, hold it, write it down, meditate on it, take notes, and strengthen yourself. So it was in the spring of that year that Ben-Hadad mustered the Syrians and went up to Afek to fight against Israel. And the children of Israel were mustered and given provisions. They went against them. Now the children of Israel encamped before them like, I love this. Look at the army of Israel compared to that of Syria. The children of Israel encamped before them like two little flocks of goats while the Syrians filled the countryside. I want you to play in your mind the size of their armies. You will see the numbers. The first battle, Israel went with 7,000 soldiers and 232 leaders. Then with here. Now, the Bible says, imagine they went with that same size of army. They were like two little flocks of goats. While the Syrians filled the countryside. Next verse. Then, a man of God came. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And spoke to the king of Israel and said, "Thus so says the Lord. May you never lack the word of the Lord. I said, may you never lack the word of the Lord. Listen, what you need is that word, that Rema word of the Lord. When you have it, it settles everything. And said, "Thus so says the Lord, because the Syrians have said, Remember, his, his servants have boasted to him. The Lord is the God of the hills, but he's not the God of the valleys. Therefore, I will deliver all this great multitude into your hand and you shall know that I am the Lord. You shall know. You shall know. You shall know you shall know. Let him that boast boast that he has the understanding and knows me. You shall know. You shall know that I am the Lord. Next verse. Glory to God. They encamped opposite each other for how many days? Seven days. So it was that on the seventh day, the battle was joined and the children of Israel killed how many? Of the Syrians in one 7,000 plus 232. They killed how many? 100,000 full soldiers. Remember the comparison. They were like two little flocks of goats. 7,000 compared to 100,000. Are they not like little flocks of goats? They divided them into two. 3,005, 3,005. Compared to 100,000. But the children of Israel killed 100,000 in one day. Next verse. But the rest fled to affect into the city. Then a war fell on how many? 27,000 of the men who were left. And Behadad fled and went into the city into an inner chamber. May your enemies flee. In 2023 there will be no place for them. There will be no hiding place for them. They will flee and confusion will be set into their midst in the name of Jesus. Because the Lord, the man of war, Jehovah, will fight your battles for you. In the name of Jesus. These are the consequences of boasters. This is what happened to boasters. Twice, God said, because they have boasted that they are God, we do this, therefore I will show them. So because they have boasted that we are just the God of hills alone, I'm not the God of valleys, then I will do this. Hallelujah. Boasters have no place. God hates boasters. He hates them. He dislikes them. Hallelujah. May it never be named near your tent in the name of Jesus. In closing, how should believers boast? Let's go back to Jeremiah 9. Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24 NIV. This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom or the strong boast of their strength Or rich boast of their riches. But let the one who boasts. Boast about this. That they have the understanding to know me. That I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness. Justice and righteousness on earth. For in this I delight. Hallelujah. Give it to us in the message. Verse 24. Let the one who boasts. boast in this. If you brag, brag of this and this only. Amplified. Amplified. Let him who glories, glory in this, that he understands and knows me. How? Personally and recognizing my character. Do you know him personally? Do you recognize his character? That I am the Lord. Who practices loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight. Hallelujah. Friends, listen to me. These verses put life's values in prosper per- perspective. When all the non-essentials are laid aside, wealth, glory, position, wisdom, when they are laid aside, the only appropriate basis for boasting is that a person knows and understands the Lord. Can I have an amen? It puts life's values in proper perspective. What are your values? Is it wealth? Is it riches? Is it wisdom? Are those those the things that matter to you? At the end of the day, they are non-essentials. The Bible says, seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things that we add. They are non-essentials, but these two verses put life's values in proper perspective. Hallelujah. The only appropriate basis for boasting is that the person knows and understands the Lord. Nothing apart from this fact has lasting worth. Is it authority? You can't be there forever. You can only be a president for eight years. After that, you'll be retired. If you don't leave, we'll disgrace you. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Can only be a governor for eight years. If you don't leave, you'll be disgraced out. Nothing lasts forever except God, the almighty God. Shout hallelujah. Apostle Paul was writing in Philippians 3.10 that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, and being conformed to his death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you think of the outburst of apostle Paul here that I may know him in his letter to the Philippians you begin to wonder what the holy spirit is trying to communicate to us Hallelujah And for me it struck out to me as I was reading that passage verse 24 again in Jeremiah 9, 24, but let the one who boasts, boast about this, that they have the understanding to know me. They have the NIV, that they have the understanding to know me. It takes an understanding to know the Lord. Can I have an amen? It takes an understanding to know him because if what you want from him is riches, then you will, that is what will shape your values. If what you are pursuing God for is positions of authority, then that is what will change, that is what will modify, or that is what will define your life's perspectives. And if what you want from him is just wisdom, you want to be the sage of your time, that is what will define your perspectives. It takes an understanding. There is an understanding. Hallelujah. Let the one who boasts boast in this, that they have the understanding to know me. May that understanding be yours in the name of Jesus. First John chapter 2 verse 20. That understanding I believe is the anointing. First John 2 20. But you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Hallelujah. May the grace to know the Lord be your portion. May the grace to know the Lord be your portion in the name of Jesus. In Psalm 20, verses 7 to 9, as we begin to round up this morning, some trust in chariots and some in horses. The Bible says, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen and will stand upright. Save, Lord. May the king answer us when you call. In 2023, when you call upon the Lord, he will hear you. When you call upon him, he will answer you in the name of Jesus. The Lord will come true to you. In the name of Jesus. Some may trust in chariots. They may trust in their positions. They may trust in their wealth. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 26 to 31. 1 Corinthians 1, 26 to 31. NIV. Brothers and sisters, Think of what you were when you were called. Hallelujah. Think of it. When you were called, when you believed, what were you? What did you have? Not many of you were wise by human standards. Do I have a witness in the house. Yes, Not many were influential. Can I have a witness in the house? Not many were of noble birth. Can I have a witness in the house? 27. Next verse. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are. Hallelujah. He's just trying to tell us those things don't matter. Wisdom, wealth, they don't matter at the end of the day. They are non-essentials of life. Why does he do that? So that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts do what? Boast in the Lord. Let the one who boasts do what? Boast in the Lord. Let's rise up on our feet this morning. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we are grateful to you. Psalm 34 verses 1 to 3. Precious voices get on the stage. I hope you know this song. Let's read from Psalm 34, verses 1 to 3. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make his boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. Listen. It says The psalm says, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make his boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. If there is any boast you are to make, is to make your boast in the Lord is to keep yourself humble, is to put yourself where you are, in his arms, and continue to make your boast in the Lord. Let's lift up our hands this morning and say, Lord, have mercy upon us. If we have boasted in the flesh, have mercy, forgive us, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You have taught us, if we are to boast, we must boast in nothing but the Lord. Do you know that song? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So just talk to him this morning. Bless him.
0: His pressure continue to be in my
1: mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear the and be glad.
0: Oh, magnify the Lord with me.
1: And let, let us exalt us his, his name forever.
0: forever. I saw the Lord and he had me, and he delivered me from all my fear.
1: Hallelujah!
0: I saw the Lord
1: and he had me, and he delivered me from all my Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wave your hands to the Lord. I just appreciate him this morning. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. We humble ourselves before you this morning. Lord, if there's any pride in our hearts, search us and know us. Try us and see if there be any wicked ways in us. Lord, we humble ourselves before you. Yes, Lord, search our hearts of any pride. Due to our wealth, due to our riches, due to our positions of authority. Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. Thank you, Father. Yes, just talk to him. Talk to him, talk to him. Talk to him, appreciate him. Oh, Father, we thank you. Blessed be your holy name in Jesus mighty name we have prayed all heads bowed and all eyes closed we have heard the words of the Lord this morning and God has spoken to your hearts we have examined the reasons why men boast and when they boast and we have also looked at the consequences of boasting and finally we have examined how believers should boast If there is anything, we must boast in the Lord continually. But before you can enter into that realm where you can make your boast in the Lord, you must be known of him and he must know you by name. So if you are here this morning, all heads bowed and all eyes closed and you are not yet born again, you would like to give your life to Christ. You want to be known of him. Why don't you just raise your right hand wherever you are? I would love to pray with you. You want to be identified by him, with him. You want him to write your name in his book of life. Raise up your hand wherever you are. And if you're already born again, or you are not yet baptized in the Holy Spirit, with initial vocal evidence of speaking with other tongues, please raise it up above your head wherever you are. If you are raising your hand in any of these two categories, please step forward. I would love to pray with you. Just step forward. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Wave your hands to the Lord and appreciate him and give him praise.
0: And we have come to the end of yet another intriguing session of the Fan podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message has touched your heart and inspired you to be a light in your marketplace. So, in order to stay connected and access more empowering content, kindly visit our website at ppfn.org. Now, always remember... You are a citizen of heaven and God's ambassador here on earth. May God's love and grace guide you in all your endeavors. Until next time, goodbye and God bless.